0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. False
0: Widow Spider is perhaps as scary as it sounds. Its venom is 230 times more poisonous than that from native Irish spiders. And over the last two decades, it has managed to spread around this country. A study of the false widow was carried out by a team in NUI Galway. It's just been published in the delightful-sounding Toxins magazine. Dr. Michelle Dugan was senior author. Michelle, good afternoon to you.
1: Good afternoon. Uh,
0: Is is the false widow at all related to the black widow?
1: Yes, they're actually very close cousins. Uh, But a false widow is, as the name suggests, not a true black widow.
0: Right, okay, so does that mean it's not quite as bad as a, as a black widow might
1: be? No, it's not. It doesn't seem to be as bad, although we did investigate the composition of their venom uh, in the past couple of years, and we've noticed that uh, the false widow actually produces a very similar, if not identical, toxin as to the black widow, but uh, probably not in the same quantities.
0: Right, okay, so d- d- describe for us how the false widow hunts its prey. It seems to be quite sophisticated.
1: Yes, so a uh, false widow first can actually use um, its very, very strong silk to try and cage its opponent at a distance. So it will actually kind of throw silk using its back legs at its, at its opponent. And once the opponent is pinned down, it will then turn around and it will bite. But now the big thing is that it will not bite just randomly. It will select the area of the body where the toxin acts the best. So that's usually the head or the thorax because there are more nerves in there and the false widow spider has a neurotoxic venom that uh, has an impact on the central nervous system. So they do actually make decisions as such as to where they're going to bite and if the likely outcome of the battle is a win or not. If the opponent is too big or too strong, mm. and if the noble false widow doesn't have much venom in its venom glands, it will retreat and it will wait until it has more venom available. If it has sufficient venom, then it will go for the kill. So it makes decisions very precisely depending on the, the opposition that it faces and the likely outcome of, of that opposition.
0: Okay, uh, but it doesn't seem particularly cowed if the opposition is larger than it.
1: No, no, no. Uh, As long as it has venom available, the venom is so potent, so strong compared to the venom of native species that uh, if it has enough venom available in its venom gland, it will go for it and most likely it will prevail and and kill uh, its its opponent. We did uh, observe... A uh, lot of of encounters between native spiders and uh, the noble false widow, which is invasive and in ninety five percent of cases the noble false widow won okay
0: so are native species of spiders in ireland are they are they under threat now
1: well this is um the the next big question, and um we think that they probably are to a degree. in in urban areas where the noble false widow occur. And we need to actually measure that. We need to be able to quantify that. So I have a student that just arrived from the U.S. um, and that will be studying this for the coming uh, 12 to 24 months. And hopefully next year we'll be able to come to you with the exact answer and tell you, well, native Irish spiders drop by 20%, 30%, 50% in areas where the noble false widow occurs. Okay. Then we will know the true ecological impact of the noble false widow.
0: Uh, do we know how widespread the noble uh, false widow is?
1: Extremely widespread. So um, we know that the species arrived in Ireland in the mid 1990s on the East Coast. And then, about 10 years later, the species was widespread probably in and around Dublin. Then in uh, the Around 2010 or so, it was widespread on the east coast from the north down to, to, to Wexford and Waterford, and it has now expanded also on the south coast, and it's moving inwards towards the, the Midlands and also towards the west coast. And quite funnily enough, it seems to actually follow the major roads and highways. Hmm. And that's because people tend to carry, to carry them around, unknowingly, of course. Yes. But uh, we are the, the, the main carrier of, of these species.
0: If, if one of these spiders bites a human... Uh, Can it be serious?
1: Well, in in rare cases, it can be somewhat serious. Now, noble false widows do not kill people. But uh, we know that a normal bite by a noble false widow will most likely feel like a strong wasp sting. You will feel the pain for a fair few hours to a couple of days, you will be sweating as well. That seems to be very common. And then a minority of people may experience more severe symptoms uh, that involve tachycardia, so irregular heartbeat, headache, uh, sweating, and uh, then that warrants a visit you know, to the GP or in some extremely rare cases, the, the hospital as well. But it's, it's not deadly, and at the end of the day, we need to look at them a little bit like we look at bees, Bees yeah. can sting and hurt us, yet we don't try to kill any bee we just see on sight.
0: You know? uh, is a noble false widow, does that have a distinctive appearance? Would people be able to you know, know what it was if they saw it in their
1: back garden or whatever? Yeah, very distinctive. Uh, it has a shiny bulbous abdomen uh, with kind of a cream pattern design on its back. And um, the the bulbous aspect of the abdomen is really prevalent. So uh, it's not a particularly large spider, about the size of a two-euro coin in leg span. The body size is probably about half an inch maximum. Um, So not a very large spider, but quite distinctive because of how shiny it is and how big the abdomen is.
0: Mm -hmm. Michelle, uh, congratulations on the study and thanks very much for speaking with us today that was Dr Michelle Dugan there from uh, NUI Galway, now if you were in Cork City at the weekend you might have taken in a surprising sight a load of cyclists with no clothes on many of whom had also painted their bodies Stephen Bolton is spokesperson bit of a pun there for the Naked Bike Ride Cork, afternoon Stephen
2: How are you Sean, are you well very good, very good, yeah Uh, you missed a fantastic day on Saturday.
0: I'd, I'd say I did. Did you check out in advance whether it was legal to ride around Cork with no clothes on?
2: It is. Well, well, the bike ride itself has been going on for about 10 or 12 years. I All right. There was a little blip there over the last little while yes. uh, where it was unsafe to uh, you know, get together in, in groups and especially to, to do any painting. Um, But yes, it is perfectly legal to be naked in public as okay. long as you don't mean to cause alarm,
0: distress or harm. Right, and if there's no kind of sexual intent with what you're doing, of course. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, you got you got a lot of people turned up to this. Is fifty, sixty odd people? Uh,
2: uh, well, I did a I did a quick count. I got yeah. About eighty.
0: All right. 80, okay. Eighty, 80 people.
2: Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So um, I'm not the official uh, uh, keeper, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I got I got approximately eighty people in the uh, in the what would you call it? Oh, there's a mer- name for it, you know, when they're doing the Tour de France.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know what you mean, one of, the, yeah, one of yes. those, yeah, uh, somebody will yeah, text convoy, it in. Convoy, yeah. yes, convoy uh, one night, but yeah. And so presumably the idea is to kind of draw attention to cyclists because perhaps a lot of the time people don't see cyclists.
2: Exactly, Yeah. So it originally started about uh, 20 years ago in Zaragoza in Spain, where a number of individuals had been uh, unfortunately uh, killed on the roads. And um, their friends and family got together um, and cycled nakel- naked around Zaragoza with some slogans on their back saying, Can you see me now? um to highlight the vulnerability and, and how naked you feel when you can be cycling on the street.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, it's... A, it's a, I, I, and uh, th- why did you paint the bodies?
2: Well, that's... Um, Again, the, the original slogans were painted on, on the individuals' bodies. We just, well, it's put down in Cork, so there's um, plenty of artists and models and um, just got together. It just made sense that yeah. we paint people, to again, just to highlight it even more.
0: Yeah, and you you were one of the painters, Stephen, I understand, is, is that correct? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I have modelled a few times, um, but there was an, artid, an artist shortage this uh, this time round, again, related to the last couple of years. Um, so I uh, i worked with three different...
1: Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your
0: bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.